Morning BHA. It is a podcast about barbershop recorded today. Richard Reeve in Queensland and there's Ash down in Perth. Two Australians talking about the greatest hobby on earth. Oh boy, it's swell to say. Good morning BHA. Good morning BHA. Hello everyone. Hello Richard Reeve. Hey Schofield, hello and hello to everyone out there in Good Morning BHA land and I'm still excited about our new theme song, uh, Nick Sherman, you're, you're, <laughs> you're a genius and Ben Cat and Ash and everyone else who recorded it and uh, Ash Schofield, we've got a pretty uh, special uh, segment today, haven't we? Why is that? We do, we have a very special guest who is, who we are kind of his guest. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> please introduce him, Mr. Richard Reeve. Yeah, so Nicholas, uh, well, this is actually Ash's initiative, just like Good Morning BHA, so I will happily take credit for it. Uh, Nicholas is uh, <laughs> the um, uh, host of uh, the Barbershop podcast uh, over in uh, in Merca. So uh, okay. let's let's talk Barbershop podcast. So Nicholas had uh, seen the discussion online about uh, all things Barbershop and said, well, how about we do a podcast so people can listen to such discussion? Been uh, going for a... Uh, a uh, number of episodes now, so go and check that out and listen to all of those back episodes. But today, uh, yes, as as you mentioned, Ash uh, Nicholas is going to introduce, he's going to more more or less interview us and basically um, give uh, American listeners a little bit of a taste of an affiliate. So that's the gist of it. Yeah. Hi, Nicholas. How you doing, guys? What's happening? Let's get to it. Good morning, BHA. So. Uh, there, there is actually a, a little booklet written about the history of the HA, uh, which we won't go into now. But uh, basically, you know, a, a bunch of barbershoppers, um, a bunch of them American, um, were in Australia and went, hey, a bit like 1938, actually. They went, hey, I miss singing quartets. How about we form an organisation? So the BHA was formed um, in 1985, uh, and, and for it's still, tr- it's still um, officially known as um, uh, the Australian Association of Men's Barbershop Singers, so AMS. Um, but that's trading as BHA Barbershop Harmony Australia over the past five or so years, roughly. Um, and I think yeah. that's largely to sort of come in line with BHS a bit, uh, a bit more straightforward. But um, yeah, we, you know, it's it's um, uh, if you take the helicopter view, I, I think generally um, it's it's pretty healthy. That the mem- membership is about eight hundred. I don't have the exact figures, but it's been that way for at least 10 to 15 years so really really just hovering around that 8 850 sort of sort of area um so you're but, saying it's uh, like relative to one of our districts yeah and I, I think um i think the size and and you know a lot of the scores uh, as well are, are pretty um, very similar to one of your districts absolutely okay um yeah. so um having said that you know taking a sort of a helicopter view the scores have increased really massively i guess as you would hope but yeah you look back at um we didn't have a national convention for a a number of years through the late 80s and then um uh, 91 the first convention was video entries and then that you know first in in person uh, was a couple of years after Mm -hmm. that so um uh we for you know through the 90s uh through certainly the early to mid 90s we were getting you know champs winning with sort of low to mid 60s scores and um, and then through up until actually, I guess it, I guess it increased really quite rapidly because um, Southern Cross, uh, who whose lead was John Newell of, of Real Time right. Fame, they they were champs in '99 and 2001, and they 
they averaged actually around that high 70s, 80 mark. Um, and really from then, so for 20 years, um, our champs have been really kind of locked in around that sort of 77, 78, 79 mark. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we're all kind of pretty excited. Hopefully we've got a, uh, we'll talk about later, the electric barbacats and the collector. We've got a couple of um, new quartets coming through. Well, this is uh, barbacat second year, but who, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're hopeful. Everyone hopes that we start to really break into that, that um, 80 uh, plus or 81 plus mark. And, and it'd be kind of a nice little threshold if in order to win the national BHA competition, you had to score an A-level score and, and, and be in the top 20. That'd just be mm. kind of a neat, neat thing to do. But we've been working that for a while, so we'll keep you posted. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, and, and <clears throat> with, with a bunch of, you know, blokes who knew of Barbershop, liked to sing, but didn't know any of the finer points or the craft of Barbershop, um, it was before my time, but somewhat infamously, uh, you know, the, a lot of the scores were really, really qu quite modest, to, to put it politely. You know, we had a, you look at yeah. some of the early score sheets and a lot of these quartets are scoring literally, you know, they're getting scores in the 20s and 30s and 40s. Um, and, and that's kind of what triggered the National Council to introduce um, qualification at a national level and, and that, that then triggered um, the formation of regions which are largely state-based um, in, in Australia. Uh, because you know partly because they thought well hang on a we've got to give guys more opportunities to hit the stage and get the evaluations and etc and just learn the craft right but also we kind of didn't if we're getting bhs judges out here didn't really want to impose you know a bunch of quartet scoring in the 30s and 40s to them you know wanted to kind of give them more of a reason yeah. to come out here so um right and really it's 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 improved in quite an exciting way over the past uh past couple of decades now over the past number of years, we've had um, you, you've had to really score um, around that 61, 62 mark just to make the top 30, just to make nationals. Mm -hmm. You know, and you get that's a pretty reasonable score. Uh, and then yeah. for a number of years, for five to ten years, um, in order to make the top 10 in Australia, you've needed to score around that 70, 71 mark. Um, and so that's sort of a, a nice little, nice little level we've reached uh, with that. And you know, and, and hopefully it just, it just, it just continues. For um, sure, that's that's good solid singing, you know, especially yeah, for, for non-professionals. Correct. Uh, Seventy is a phenomenal score. I don't, I yeah, don't think, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. anybody would disagree with that. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. yeah, it's solid and and quite worthy of a top ten, you know, nationals or for you, you know, for your district. Um, yeah. So now it's just that it's just the cream. It's just that you know the the one or handful of scores, you know, in you know in in the eighties uh, and 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 above that um, that we're you know we're still working on. Um, so. Um, We've yeah. It's, uh, also, there's you know a bunch of parallel things that have happened in Australia, and like every district, and like you know BHS and everyone, it's been you know two steps forward, one step back. You know, it's not a perfect organisation because it's run by a bu bunch of human beings. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, the trajectory is definitely positive. Um, over the years, the the leaders in the organisation recognised that we ne we did need more education. So for many years now, we've had. Um, a, a Harmony College, which over the past couple of years has now become uh, called a, a Harmony Academy, and it's you know almost all of this is obviously based on the BHS model. Uh, we put a, I guess a, you know a bit of a local tweak on it, which you you would want to tailor it to right. your own needs. But um, so ours, um, unlike in BHS where people sort of travel separately to the two major events, the you know international and then then sort of three weeks later. 
Harman University. It's all one for us. So it's every yeah. year it's around the September October mark, um, and convention is um, for us is quartet semi-finals and finals and then one uh, one competition for choruses that's around the Thursday Friday Saturday of a week and then from mm -hmm. the Sunday afternoon Harmony Academy starts and Monday Tuesday and then finishes up about Wednesday so the whole thing is sort of neatly in about a week from about Wednesday to Wednesday um, which you know yep. uh, and we probably we get roughly uh, around the 500-ish ash to now national convention most years. Yep, that's about uh, right. And then, yep. yeah, probably of that, um, we, we've wow. been bouncing. Or so that's like 60% of your membership showing yeah, up well, to international. Yeah, or yeah. For your, na on, for your national. Pick up your game. <laughs> that's, no, I mean, that's phenomenal, man. Um, well. You know, I don't even think... Uh, 30% of my district comes to a district contest. Yeah, right. Uh, so that's yeah, phenomenal. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You've got six states over there, but you have five divisions. Is that, what, uh, uh, is that so how regions? the council breaks it down? Regions, okay. Yeah, so so um, for people who are somewhat familiar with, with the Australian map, so on the northeast, uh, so it's Queensland, that's called Sunshine Region. I won't worry about what it used to be, what it is now. And then right. below that is New South Wales. The capital of that is Sydney, most people have heard of. That's Eastern Region. And then below that is Victoria, uh, and that's uh, the Victorian region. And then below that, the little island down the bottom is Tasmania, that's Tasmanian region. Um, South Australia is a little block in the middle, um, and that's called right. Central Region. And then the largest state on the on the west uh, is Western Australia, and that's called Western Region. Um, we don't currently have there's the Northern Territory, which is sort of a big jug, big sort of chunk up in the middle. It's a bit like sort of a New Mexico, sort of very quite deserty, that sort of thing. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't currently have many, if any, active barber shops. It's not a region. So uh, yeah, those are so um, Sunshine Region, Eastern Region, Victorian Region, Tassie Region, um, Central Region, Western Region. So yeah, six uh, six regions. We've mm -hmm. got a couple okay. of territories, not states. Yeah, so that's that's how they're broken down. And I'm assuming, you know, much like the United States, most of your population is right around the outside. Uh, it's, uh, America, Adelaide, the, the, you know, all those. Correct. The U.S. and Australia are quite similar in that um, a lot of cities on the coast and then we've got desert inland and, and some farmland as well. But we've right. just got, uh, we, we're a lot, we're highly um, urbanized. So even though we've got quite that outback larrikin kind of culture, very few of us live on farms or in in in, uh, in <laughs> yeah. small country towns, um, ironically. So uh, the vast majority of our population is in our four or five largest cities um, of Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, as you say. So and right. we're really we're highly populated around around the coastline. Yep. Mm. Now, if we could, man, I wanted to get back to uh, to what you what you were talking about about. You're judging, okay? So I know you use uh, BHA judges, you use uh, New Zealand judges, things like that. How did that come about? Did, did the council form the judging system? Or, or did you just need somebody to uh, judge the first couple of contests and pick some blokes? Yeah, so um, the Ritz actually were one of the first BHS um, uh, guest quartets, and uh, and well, that's another thing I actually need to talk about. The, the you know a real highlight of our convention is getting a, a, a BHS quartet over each time, which is very cool. But as far as right. judging is concerned, um, to my recollection, um, the, the Ritz covered all of the categories, and so they came over in uh, I think in either ninety one or ninety three and um, judged that competition. Um, so. 
So from fairly early on, uh, yeah, Australia realised that we needed judges, and especially with breaking up into regions and um, and qualifying for our nationals, we're, we're happy to, you know, um, fly BHS judges out for our national competition. But it starts to get a bit cost prohibitive if you do that for six separate competitions as well. It's right, just yeah. not not be economical. So I, I think one of the things that council's done extremely well over the last sort of twenty years or so is evolve a, a now quite high level of judging program you know for that for that district level equivalent in america so it's it's evolved to what it now is it, it coincides with our pan pacific competition every three years uh it um which which involves obviously australia new zealand um hawaii japan and officially the west coast of of, of the us they're always eligible invited if, if if Westminster or Masters wanted to come down and compete in the Pan Pacific competition, um, but um, exactly, exactly. Um, so, um, so every three years, uh, eligible judge. So everyone, I think it's like BHS. Everyone sort of starts from scratch. You have to requalify, which I think is actually right. kind of you know kind of cool. You know, accountability is very important, and yeah. uh, the the BHS specialist um, each year runs the. Uh, the judges school which a bit like Harmony Academy at the end of convention this is the two or three days immediately before our convention right um, so that's David Mills over here yes so he would so, be the one doing it over there as well right correct so um, okay. uh, you know in the past we've we've um, we've had uh, I think David Leaders come over Marty Lovick has definitely come over all these guys you know the either the category specialist in BHS right. or uh, or just senior members. Sean Devine ran our, our category school or the, the performance category in Rob Mance did the, the um, uh, singing category and I think Kevin Keller might have done the, the music category. So senior members of the BHS staff. Yeah. Uh, yeah Those are that's phenomenal staff. Yeah. Oh, it's, seriously, it was a, you can't get any yeah. better. It was a good time. We had a very good time. <laughs> it was good, <laughs> yes. So... Um, uh, and then, yeah, so th those uh, who, uh, who are uh, accredited, most are, but not all are, um, then are, are qualified for the next three years to judge both our, um, our regional competitions as well as our national and, and pan-Pacific competitions. We tend to have, uh, we, we've increased in recent years, we now, for our national and pan-Pacific competitions, we have a triple panel, uh, which is, you know, pretty good at, at our level, and uh, one, one or two of, of the triple, uh, uh, rounds are uh, BHS judges and then the remainder are from Australia and New Zealand and I think it's it's really smart that Australia and New Zealand <coughs> share judges as well because it's it's no surprise that many of the judges are some of the more keen competitors and so you're frequently not going to you know they're going to be on stage in quartets and choruses they're not going to be available to judge in their own right. district or their own um, their own country and so we, um, uh, we, we every year we've got some of the New Zealanders flying over here to do our nationals and, and some of us flying over there to do theirs as well as some of us uh, not competing and, and, and judging nationals so yeah that's the judging program which um, which you know I think is working really quite well uh, I, you know we've just had our Sweet Adelines International Region 34 um, Southern Cross Region competition down here just last weekend, and you know it's it's I think like any two organisations you know the, I think the Sweet Ads do some things better than us, and I think we do some things better than the Sweet Ads, and I think the um, the judges' feedback is something that uh, at at our recent um, Queensland Sunshine Region uh, regional event we had. Um, 
a bunch of the Sweet Adelines there to, to have a practice of their competition sets and, and they were sort of blown away by um, how they get immediate evaluations from all the judges in person and can ask questions and that sort mm. of thing. So I think it's a, yeah. it's a really, really great um, opportunity to, yeah, to improve. Um, we've also got Absolutely. a, um, so a Harmony, the, the National Council has evolved a Harmony Academy, so it's the same concept as the Harmony University. Um, Donny Rose, of course, has evolved it from being an event to a brand that offers education right. all, th all throughout the year. So not only is Harmony Academy offer that sort of the three days of um, three days of, of education immediately after convention, but also there's a there's a, a national education faculty which um, every chorus gets the opportunity for a a, a BHA funded visit um, by a member of you know for a um, an evening uh, a coaching session. Um, so it's all part mm. of that that sort of commitment to uh, to education. Awesome, and uh, Richard, you and and both Ash are judges in BHA. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. They'll let anyone in these days. All right. Oh. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sorry? You got to learn the Australian sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. So, so that uh, um, I think uh, um, I, I I entered the program in two thousand and nine. Uh, Ash, you were pretty similar, weren't you? You've been in and out, haven't you? Yeah. Now you've been. When you came back in seventeen, were uh, you in before okay. that? Or <laughs> I start. Yeah. I, and I what did I was trying to ask was that first one in. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> learn to learn to Skype, bro. Um, <laughs> we yeah, I did that first one in two thousand nine, and then I didn't do do the reset or whatever in eleven. Yeah. Um, timing wise, I just couldn't take more than three days for the convention. Uh, but yeah, they got back into it by, I did like a bridging thing in Mel, I was at the Pan Pax in 2014, got back into it there, um, but then completed that in 2015 in Melbourne. Yep. A little side thing. So now, yeah, now fully back in the game, doing it every year, it's great. It's, it's one of the best things you can do, is judge and give feedback and you just get all this coaching experience and just makes you better all around because then you start coaching and then go maybe I should do some of the things I'm talking mm -hmm. about as well mm. best way to learn is to teach mm. Mm. I, I think some of us you know um, we tend to take for granted our system you know uh, you know not not in the whole sense but just uh, how willing everybody is to help you know and it doesn't matter if they're international mm. champions they're district champions they're judges they're coaches man everybody wants you to sing better they want to help you know and I think that might be what separates our hobby from a lot of others you know I'm I'm pretty sure like on you know uh, football teams uh, you know the best players very seldom coach other players you know Mm. And especially as you're alluding to, um, the you know the, the the best coaches are not going to go and coach the team of their direct rivals. Um, that's just that's no way that's going to happen. So yeah, I agree. I think it's one of the best things. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, getting into um, Salt Lake, if I can, you cool with that? Mm, of course. So I see, yeah. I see down here on our list that we have a BHA quartet coming here to oh, Salt Lake you know City. About that? The electric barber cats. That's me. That's me. That's you, Ash. Yeah. Own that baby. Yes. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's myself. Uh, 
Ian Mulholland, he's an immediate past president of Barbershop Harmony Australia, and Dan Milgate, who is current uh, president of Barbershop Harmony Australia, and Andrew Milner, who is our base. Who is not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is is not a president of Barbershop Harmony Australia, or, yeah, but he's 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 a great guy. Is this your way (laughs) of saying he's not president material? Oh, oh no! Nah, he he could very easily run any chorus or um, whatever because he's actually like a CEO of his own companies and stuff like that. But that's what he does for a job, so he doesn't want to do it for his hobby. Yeah, understandable, understandable. But, uh, yeah, which makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so, uh, how long have you guys um, been yeah, going out of here? Uh, so we got together sort of the end of. Well, the beginning of last year, I guess. Uh, so, what year is that? 2018. We sort of hit the ground running. Um, the the other three were in uh, were a quartet already uh, called Mostly Harmless, and they they lost their lead to a job in Zimbabwe or somewhere. Um, and then they uh, asked me to come on board, and I was just wrapping up with my previous quartet of Lockout, um, who uh, and Multiple champs yeah. and international reps. Yeah, lockout we've seen here mentioned. before. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was exciting being able to sing with Dan and Ian, who Richard has sung with uh, in years gone by. So now I've officially sung with um, all members of Alliance. Who were Rich? You want to tell a bit of uh, yeah, Alliance history? Yeah, I don't real think quick? that that I know. I have sung with all members of Lockout, um, uh, <laughs> but I, I, it hadn't it hadn't occurred to me that you'd sung with all. So Alliance was um, national champ multiple times from two thousand and five through to two thousand and eleven, uh, and and mm-hmm. um, uh, three three ish three or four three time international representatives, um, and uh, and so um, Dan was the base of that and Ian was the tenor of that and uh, who they now sing in uh, in the Barber Cats and then Adrian mm-hmm. was the lead and I was the baritone and we sang with Ash in TLA so yeah he's moved from uh, moved from 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 uh, one half to the other half from the middle half to the outer half yeah. of the quartet it is kind oh, of so cool yes. being able to do that because um, because Alliance was sort of my I, I would I would follow them around like a little puppy when I was younger. I followed them to like Queensland, the Sunshine Region, one time, and um, I, that Came that was the reason I went to my first international in two thousand and nine. Yep, just followed followed them, slept on the floor in the hotel room. Um, so now being able to having sung with them all, it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, the Barbacats are excited about Salt Lake City. We're very excited, we're very keen. We've got um, some fun stuff in store. Um, we're allowing our uh, cheeky personalities to come through in what we do. You won't, yeah. You want you're not going to have a couple of um, just standard barbershop songs from us. It's going to be kind of. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have that. You're saying. So right. who's doing your charts for for international? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to lift the whole cat out of the bag, but. <laughs> oh, well, we have a standard. Did you get been, it? We've got cat, a standard, pretty cat. A cat out of the bag. Cat. Aye, that's good. Cat, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. <laughs> that's it, man. That's a straight up barb. That's a straight up barber joke. That's it. <laughs> um, we've actually got a we've got a an Alex Morris arrangement, uh, which we're excited about. Um, that's a pretty classic song with some fresh lyrics from uh, Dan Milgate, 
And actually, Dan did the lyrics for the other song we've got as well, which is a bit of more of a... You'll, you'd recognise it. But, um, yeah, but we've changed some things. Perhaps okay. mentioning awesome. some of the current trends in the top Maybe. ten and whatnot. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And so, Hopefully unlike, we get some well, Alex would Alex would be probably... Oh, no, apart from John Newell, Alex would be the highest profile Aussie that, that Americans know because um, he's not only a fully qualified BHS... Uh, music judge, but he's also been uh, uh, webcast host for a number of years. So actually, even though that your American listeners uh, won't have heard of many of, of us, uh, they actually will know Alex quite probably. So there you yeah. go. I it, think so. I think again. he's a hard, hard personality to not know. Um, <laughs> hard to miss. Th- you know, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he's full of life. He's he's boisterous. He's fun. Uh, you know, we do see him uh, there. Uh, on the webcast, uh, especially now, we could probably probably expect to see him a lot more. Um, so <laughs> yes, it's ex- it's exciting, you know. Um, <laughs> he's a fun guy. Um, I don't know how it's going to work if he competes, but I'm sure he'll just kind of run back there, change, and then come back on, and then go back and change again, and get get back on the webcast, but. Well, he's not currently in a quartet, so um, he, he won't be competing in international quartet for, for at least a year or so. Um, right. And, uh, and chorus-wise, um, he's directing a Sweet Adeline's chorus down in Melbourne, but not involved in a BHA chorus. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be yeah. back uh, in, in the competition capacity soon, but, yeah, not, not, not immediately. Um, so just filling out that the, the, uh, the Barbacats are the sole Aussie representative uh, uh, this year at, at International. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, as you have alluded to, Nicholas, uh, uh, Blindside is a, also a two-time uh, Australian champion chorus and current Pan Pacific champion, sorry, quartet, obviously, um, but also a multiple um, international collegiate medalist. Uh, Correct. And uh, last year's, uh, I think, 22nd, they just missed out on... on, uh, on um, uh, mic testing. So, uh, but they um, they're continuing. Uh, they've um, they've t- they're obliged to sit out uh, this year, but will be um, bit, will be will be continuing. So you know we're we're optimistic of seeing them again on the international stage. Mm-hmm. And then the other quartet, uh, we've got a bunch of new quartets. Um, our nationals every year in September October, as I may have mentioned before. So we've right. just finished our <coughs> regional qualifying round. Uh, and really, any day now, the National Council will, will announce uh, who's qualified there. But a, um, uh, the top qualifying quartet for Hobart uh, in, in September is a quartet called The Collective, um, which we may have mentioned uh, with you before, Nicholas, but um, at the risk of forgetting someone's name, um, uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Kelly Shepard from uh, Metropolis fame. He's, he's been living in Australia for... A year or two, I think, around about roughly that sort of, years, uh, yep. time frame. A couple of years. Um, and uh, we've got a guy called... Uh, so he's on bass. Uh, apparently he started his life, his barbershop life, with Masters uh, on, on bass. Uh, but he was, of course, yeah. baritone with, with Metropolis. Um, Luke Stevenson uh, has competed in international before uh, with uh, Mellow Diners, uh, maybe two or three years ago, uh, from Melbourne. So he actually he lives in Melbourne. The other three live in southeast Queensland, which is about a two-hour flight away. That's um, with Alex, right? With Alex, so correct. So the Mellow Diners yes. had Luke in there, and Alex Morris was in there. That was that was the time. Tenor, uh, yeah, yeah, cor- yeah. He he competed in international. 
So that was Alex's uh, former quartet with Luke. And then uh, a couple of um, previous BHA uh, champion quartetters. Um, so Dan Beckett is singing tenor, and he sang down at tenor with John Newell in the 99 and 01 um, uh, BHA champ quartet called Southern Cross. Uh, and right. then Andrew Howson, uh, he's on baritone, and he sang in the... Uh, he's actually multiple... Um, uh, BHS collegiate competitors and and BH mm. and, and BAJ collegiate champ um, uh, with right. uh, with fast forward uh, and they were open champs yep. in two thousand I think it was seven Ash uh, and they yep. um, so uh, so Andrew's on on baritone so that rounds out the quartet and they've um, they they're, they're improving rapidly which is exciting uh, and and they've qualified mm. with a, a high seventy score and, and everyone's excited We've, to, to um, see what they bring. We've also got a youth competitor coming over as well from from Queensland. Um, Sunday's best will be over there in the in the in the youth contest, and they're um, they're kicking some goals. I tell you, they're doing a bit of um, they've got a lot of blindside about them. They've uh, picked up some Michael Weber charts, uh, Michael Weber yeah. baritone of blindside, um, and uh, yeah, they they sang an up tune in the in the regional this year, and I was like, oh, this is definitely this is right in their wheelhouse. This is their jam. And, Always um, great to see yeah, the college yeah, kids really tearing it up, you know. Um, if it we is, could, yeah. man, I want to get back to uh, to Blindside. Uh, I know you guys can't yep. necessarily speak for them, but uh, you know they're they're just knocking on the twenty, you know, scoring tons and tons of points. Um, do you know why would why you'd sit out after that? I mean, I think they finished what twenty second. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it was twenty second. Um, yeah, something I, I, like that. I, I, yeah, as you allude to, I can't really speak in any detail um, except to say yeah. that um, certainly Michael, ha the baritone, has moved back up to Queensland. He was, I think, in New South Wales for a while um, doing some uh, an ambulance qualification or something. But um, uh, yeah, I, you know, we can get back to you. It's you know, like most times in Australia, it's probably a combination of just a, a logistics and cost thing. You just can't, you know, it's a big mm -hmm. deal. Five grand. Uh, not everyone like you, Nicholas, has got five grand just sitting in their back pocket. They can throw it at a barbershop competition. <laughs> so, so, um, um, but I, I, I did. <laughs> they, um, to my understanding, they are um, continuing for at least the foreseeable future, uh, which okay. is, I think, yeah. really exciting because, as you allude to, there's just so much more for for them to give. You know, they've really that that from day one they've had just this raw energy and musicality and just sort of the the Elvis sex symbol, the OC Times kind of about them. You know, they're really right. just highly engaging. Um, and just a, a trueness to themselves. They just get up there and own the stage, and they've they've only mm. refined that over time. You know, as as would be the case, the sound has got better, their barbershop um, craft has got better, and and their overall performance smoothness uh, has got better. I mean, they're doing a lot of things, um, the best in Australia. You know, as as Ash said, sort of in their wheelhouse of what they do, um, they're doing it better than anyone else, uh, and and it's a a fascinating combination of, of, of the different guys and what they what they contribute. Um, uh, Michael, the baritone himself, not only arranges a bunch of their stuff, but um, he actually is um, whether professional or semi-professional. One of his, you know, a side gig for him is actually a, a, a what is it? Ash, sort of a, not a puppet show, but he's kind of a he's a bit of a stand-up comic. Like he is a he's an, a genuine that's what, that's what performer. I heard, yeah. Yeah, and he's just got that that wit about him, that um, right. that that effervescence of a performer. Um, so I'm I'm uh, optimistic and hopeful that we've, uh, we've there's there's a lot more that we can look forward to from Blindside. 
So since you guys know some stuff, you know, you're, you're you know, council members and whatnot, you know, does uh, BHA subsidize uh, quartets like Blindside and the Electric Barbercats to fly all the way over here to Crazy America and compete? Glad you said Crazy America. In the past, it's been uh, um, whether uh, in stone or more of a convention, um, $6,000 to a chorus and then $4,000 to a quartet. Um, Ash, given you're going now, what's what's the current status? Um, I actually haven't heard anything about this year. Um, I'm not sure if there's a, they were talking about putting a limit on like once you've been a certain number of times, you're sort of ineligible for that help or something, but I'm not sure. But um, I, I know that, it got to a my little understanding, bit lower recently. I think it's two or three, and and I think um, in yeah. our time, Adrian and I weren't eligible. I think that might have been when it kicked in, because um, Adrian and I yeah. for TLA had been before three times with Alliance, and so I think it was it's either that two or three time, and I think mm -hmm. you guys got a grand each, given that it was your first time you and Trev. Um, so I think yeah, so that's that's the situation, uh, Nicholas is that, um, but uh, so for you clearly you and Ian and Adrian would not be eligible and then Milner's um, a, a, a billionaire anyway so who knows whether a thousand dollars would make much of a difference to him <laughs> just just whisper in his ear you you take the subsidy and I'll and I'll, I'll use it for you <laughs> um, yes I haven't heard anything about that um, this year but you know we're we're also not I mean we're the representative but we're not the champs either so I don't know it could be Whatever the BHA decides, but um, I don't yeah, know if it was a set thing where they say our international rep is getting this, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know think if in the how past, set in stone it is or anything. Yeah. I think in the past there may have been uh, that situation where, um, because we uh, since two thousand and fifteen we've had an annual competition, and before so um, so then. You know, as you say, Nicholas, the champ goes as the representative, but others we've been, you know, it's quite exciting. We're now, most years, we're getting two and three and sometimes four quartets scoring that 76 plus um, yeah. and, and el eligible to go. Um, but in the past years, you've had the, uh, the, 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 the champs eligible to go. We've had our national competition only every two years. So the champ has been eligible to go whenever they choose. And then the other year, when they choose not to go, um, the silver medalist is is offered, you know, eligible to go to represent Australia as as our representative, um, uh. or even even sometimes the bronze medalist if they're not if they choose not to go is invited to go as our representative. So that's kind of that's been the convention up until now. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, man. You know, I I can't imagine what it costs, uh, you know, for a whole chorus to come. You know, man. Let alone mm. just you know a regular quartet and a coach. You know, you, even just. Uh, Bedding and sleeping and feeding five people and f flying five people, man. Um, I don't know. Give me a ballpark of what it runs for a quartet, like seven thousand, eight thousand. Well, yeah, about five per person. The the, the flights are around that two-ish. Um, accommodation would be another grand. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm talking Australian dollars, and um, and then of course you got the convention registration and other other incidentals. So. Um, normally for the week, you, you if you budget for five grand, um, you've got to you know you cover your costs, you got a little bit of play money, and then then after that, obviously, how long's a piece of string? Yep. Yeah. Man. 
Yeah, right. Like you, so right like, now we we've we've just bought our flights. So well, it was like twenty eight hundred for flights, uh, fifteen hundred for looks like it's going to be for accommodation, um, and plus the registration and everything. And yeah, and that's just the minimum. And then you've got to eat. You're looking five so you, six a little bit. Yep. So you'll be eating off the McDonald's dollar menu. <laughs> Yep. Yes. Always would yeah. do it anyway, though. <laughs> a lot of the guys, when they come over from international, you know, um, come from different places. It's it's interesting how they how they look at everything, uh, especially in Vegas, per se. Um, I was walking around with somebody from Snobs, and we walked by the the Gordon Ramsay restaurant there in the the Planet Hollywood mm-hmm. Hotel, and he he looked at yep. me and he said. They want $45 for a hamburger? No. And I looked at him and I said, yes. And he said, I don't get it. I said, I don't either. <laughs> and we continued walking to somewhere else. So but, you didn't get it, um, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't get it. I chose to purchase beer instead of uh, $45 burgers. Um, you know, we, we figured out if we walk two blocks off of the strip, uh, you know, we can get beer at a, at a regular price um, instead of the... <laughs> $25 for six beers. That was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll just briefly touch on the, the mixed harmony because it, it is, uh, you know, one of the current uh, evolving issues, obviously, in, in barbershop around, around the world. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, for... It kind of evolved uh, a bit organically. I, I just happened to coincidentally remember our 2008 uh, regional competition. At this stage, I was in Perth. And... It was quite small, and uh, really the only people. It, it was an off year, so our national convention was 09 and 11. So people weren't competing at regionals to then qualify for the nationals, uh, and really it was it was very small. There was a handful of people in the audience. I'm talking, you know, a dozen, fifteen, this sort of thing. Um, really, the only people there were a handful of competitors, uh, just a few quartets. And so I think the penny started to drop. All right, we kind of need to change the model a bit. Um, yeah. So one of the things that happened was because our, our qualifying competition round for nationals is around that April-May mark uh, with nationals in September, October, it, it, we kind of locked that in to coincide with our Sweet Ads National Region 34 competition, which is always in May. And so for the past decade or so, roughly, um, all of our state-based competitions for the blokes have been that two or three or four weeks before the, the Sweet Ads Region 34 competition, which is just mutually beneficial. Not only does it give the ladies an opportunity to have a sing uh, and, and practice their, their comp set, uh, but it also just means that it's, there's more people at the competition and there's more people in the audience, there's more people paying for registration, all those things. Um, right. So... Um, that's, but they were sort of by invitation, um, and then and then yeah, mixed uh, quartets and choruses to started to kind of morph in through that, and then without putting a very specific timeline on it, um, a, a, about would you say three or four, maybe five years ago, Ash, the um, roughly that time frame officially BHA, I guess triggered largely by BHS, the Everon and Harmony Initiative. Um, uh, BHA officially started to actually, uh, um, at a national level, um, have a, a mixed quartet um, and a mixed chorus competition, and and they get their you know medals and acknowledgement just like any other category um, of, right, of competition. Right. 
So, um, yeah, so the face, and without going into it, you know, many people welcomed that, of course, and, and, and some people objected to it, as, as is always the case with change. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, but now it's, we, we, you know, it's still, like, I guess it's still working its way through the system. Uh, I, I, amusingly, I find it amusing, one of the reasons that, uh, that back in the day when qualification for nationals began, council decided about 30 quartets was a good number for for our competition you know many more than that starts to get unwieldy for scheduling and for the judges um, right. and so that's the case that's currently the case with our open quartet competition um, but of course not only have we got uh, oh, and within that uh, is is the semi-final round is our seniors quartet, quartet competition um, and our youth quartet competition and now our mixed quartet competition so we have got all of those results are announced at the end of the semi-final round um, and then after that the the the, the um, qualifiers for the top 10 but the point is we've now actually got our 30 uh, open competitors plus a few youth or seniors quartet competitors who choose not to compete in the open division but they still qualify to be at nationals for the seniors plus a handful, whether it be five, six, eight, uh, mixed quartet competitors. So we've we've really now blown right. out to whether that you know that sort of forty, forty five, and it's really yep. this numbers wise very much um, resembling the international competition of around that kind of that that forty five ish ballpark number of quartets. So it's a yeah, it's a big logistical exercise. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I mean, uh, you know, has the council discussed uh, all women BHS? BHA choruses as well that you'll have to that you'll have to make room for in there for all women quartets all women choruses because you know I presume you know you can't put a mixed score against a regular score just as you can't hear yet um, so you'll have to have a separate contest within a contest to uh, oh. to allow for that really I mean all of that is unfolding. I yeah. don't know, Ash. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, um, I had, yeah, I've had some re- some discussions about this recently. Some interesting thoughts and everything. Um, and it's, I think it's on the cards that there's going to be all kind, all categories will be um, eventually will be in our contest. Um, and I feel like there's good. Yeah, I I I was coming around to just okay, cool. Let's just have an overall. You know whatever but then I was talking to Nick Sherman from the Baden Street Singers who was a mixed chorus um, and he said well we don't know how much of, a, of an advantage it is being in any of those categories yet so um, like th- there might just be a natural advantage to being in a mixed quartet or a men's quartet or something like that um, so we don't know that yet so I think yeah an overall thing but with categories as well will be um, will probably be the way it goes yeah sometimes do you mean ash from a from a sort of a physics of sound perspective or from a certainly from a performance judges perspective i'm very mindful of the impact of a mixed group when it's such a a breath of fresh air or it's such a novelty factor for the audience if you get one or two mixed that's they're different to all the men's groups and so suddenly it's just subconscious for the audience oh this is different uh, and there can be things that a mixed group does that's you know pretty great on its own, but it's also great. But if you had ten groups doing that, you know, playing in that sandpit, 
the impact of that one would be less because it's not a novelty, it doesn't mm-hmm. have the novelty factor. It's just human nature. So I think that's an interesting um, component that's difficult to factor in as well. Yeah, so I, th- I, I think you're right too. Um, because I'm a singing guy, um, I can tell you that it affects the singing category more than any others. So sitting in the pit, uh, I, I personally can't put a number down for a female quartet, then a male quartet, then a mixed quartet. I have to at least separate by session. Yeah, I mean, literally. I, I, I don't think I could score them dead in a row. Uh, right. Now, if I do five female quartets and then a break and then five mixed quartets, that, that's probably fine and good and that's probably the way it's going to have to go. I mean, unless these these singing judges are so good that they can, you know, have to drop of a hatch, just hit the reset button, oh, man, but I can't our, do it. Aussie singing judges are really good. I, I agree, man, but I, I don't know, man. Oof. It's, it's no, rough we, for me, you know? We actually had that discussion as well. Had that discussion with Nick as well that, like, we were sitting there judging the central region, and I just leaned over to him and said, remember when we used to freak out about... Um, like how the heck are we going to judge a, a female quartet after, straight after a men's one? And now it, but now we've been doing it for a few years, and it's just you just follow the same things that you're doing. And um, I haven't heard any um, any the, the complaints from that was Nikki's music on performance. Um, I haven't heard anything any whinges from uh, any of my singing counterparts yet, but maybe they will. Those were the ones I'd go to to get your input. I mean, the yeah. mu- the music is, you know, it's largely the same it's barbershop music and yeah you know you're, you're looking at the arrangement and it's embellishments and how you treat them you know same same as anything else but the singing uh, the placement's different the mm-hmm. i mean it's different you know yeah and, and in the, <laughs> the, re- the resonance is different right uh, the the overtone creation is different the undertone creation is different uh now the lock and ring i think we can all agree is either there or it's not so, right. but the mm-hmm. expansion itself um, is much different. Even when you know you listen to the to the big boys and the big girls, um, you know there's a very different set of overtones that come through uh, for a female quartet like GQ, you know, yeah. which I love and all the yeah. bright, beautiful overtones. But you wouldn't get that from Boston Common, you know. Right. You, you'd get the the robust, uh, yeah. low tones and. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because another couple of examples have occurred to me in recent times. Uh, of course, um, uh, Double Dates, that's uh, Michaela Slamka's uh, quartet, yeah. correct? The, the international champs from Germany, I think, as in that's where they competed. Um, right. I, I saw them at, a, I think, a, um, uh, the, the, the showcase, um, whatever, the, the International Harmony Showcase at International, and I loved their... Um, they really focused on that couple component, which I found really touching and really beautiful because um, it was a, at least one couple. I don't know if there's another couple in there, but anyway, the point is they, they had that real component where, and I think they physically even, the, she and her husband, um, or might have been the other two, but they actually held hands in it. And I, mm-hmm. it, was, it was natural, it was appropriate. I just thought it was really powerful. And so I, my point is... Um, uh, you know, having mixed quartets opens that door. Um, now, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I think with everyone in harmony, that 
the possibility of doing that with couples in, uh, you know, in, in all male and all female quartets where there are couples in those is that, that that's a, I think, a separate discussion. Um, but also in relation to, um, to the chorus, I noticed um, one of the things I loved most about uh, we've got a, a, a Baden Street singers uh, who are, are mixed chorus champions here in Australia. And um, uh, the first time they went to uh, our nationals, I think roughly three years ago, they just opened up the couple's dancing component, which was just beautiful and really mm-hmm. highly entertaining. And it's an entirely new form of choreography that barbershop um, as a single gender activity hadn't been in a position to put on stage yep. before. And so these are the sorts of things that I think we're, we're, we're going to, you know, and I think it's a, it's a pleasure because I thought their, 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 their performance was wonderful. Uh, yeah. But I, I think it's, it's different and that we're, we're just beginning to start to fold that into our, our judging program. Well, I think this is part of the exciting part, you know, and, and people that said, uh, you know, I'm leaving this society because of mixed everyone in harmony. I think they're missing out, you know, and, and um, you know, I think we have even more exciting things to come from this, too. Um, now, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, one of the first mixed experiences I had was I saw a mixed chorus. Um, and this was, you know, back in the day before any of this happened. But uh, they had a director that didn't really know what he was doing. And they had that large octave spread in between the soprano, mm-hmm. alto, tenor, bass problem. So I was like, okay, so it's a community chorus that tries to sing seventh chords. And it wasn't working out. Um, it wasn't until I got into the Carolinas where I got to see the Heart of Carolina chorus, uh, directed by Dr. Bill Adams, where you know all, it was all that c- tight, close harmony within the octave, or, or you know, at least the chords were yeah. a lot closer together. Where I said, "Oh, I get it. You know, um, this is different. I like this." And it had a um, it had a clean, pristine sound that didn't sound like it was a guy trying to sing tenor in falsetto. So I think that yeah. that made a huge impact on me. Um, and then hearing some of those great mixed quartets, uh, you know, like Killer Whales out of Snobs. Right. Uh, woo! Yeah. Boy, there's some chords oh, ringing. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard Killer Whales yet, but um, it is, it's pristine. It's, it's sweetest intonation at its best. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think... You know that everybody that left the train early, they're missing out. You know, I can say. Well, that. you know that as, as I think we touched on previously, there, there really are two sides to the argument. I, I you know, I'm, I'm all for, um, uh, uh, you know, people of all sorts of backgrounds coming together. There, is, like everything in life, um, there is something. I think, I think the sweet ads love their all girl time and and a lot of blokes love all bloke time um you know just having the weekend or the convention etc so yeah there is no one one right answer which actually brings me 360 back to your your original question my the the most recent statement i've seen from the baja council is is basically a a bit of a holding pattern a bit of a let's see how this unfolds um i think Mm -hmm with a lot of things we're taking a bit of a lead from BHS and obviously these things are still evolving in BHS even issues of of um, uh, in what capacity the the women who are now um, full members of BHS in what capacity 
they have opportunities to compete at, at district and international level. That's all evolving. Um, so it's 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 largely a, a watch this space in Australia um, because you know people know notwithstanding there being a lot of opportunities, uh, it's a sensitive area and 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 sometimes if you rush like a bull at a gate into something, you you, you do there will be unintended consequences. So um, I, I think hasten slowly is is the attitude of council here in Australia. Yeah, and you know uh, I think you're right. I think. You know, sometimes they don't even know what what's going on yet. You know, like the plan. Um, now, I I had a source that told me that the New York Midwinter or the New York International 2021 would be the first full mixed event um, at an international. But um, it, it would seem like if you were going to do that, you should have probably told people already, right? Because right. ideally, our affiliates are trying to save. Six thousand dollars to come here. Um, you know, sometimes they qualify a year ahead of time, like we see in um, Sweden or, or uh, even New Zealand. Right, qualifies ahead of time, so they're always a mm -hmm. year ahead of of our convention schedule. Right. Yeah. So for that to happen, they would have to be competing as a mixed quartet in what thirteen months. months? Yeah. So. I think that maybe not. I think it's more like 2022. Right. Um, you know, just to, to give people time to prepare. You know, I mean, I, I think you need to do that or else you won't have any affiliates at it. So, um, yeah, or, they, I yeah, think you, know, you might all, not even you know, be able to get regular quartets at this it. Is re this will really evolve. I mean, I, I, coincidentally, as I was watching the webcast for, for the, the Aussie Sweet Airlines International Region 34 competition this past weekend, I, was, I think they did. A, they do an amazing job of putting up the, all of their previous scores just in one big table in the quartet competition and the chorus competition. Um, and from what I could see, uh, I think one or both of them had about three competitors in their first year in whatever that was, nineteen ninety one or something like that. Um, so you know, I think a lot of the times these first one or two competitions they accept that it's just going to be very much a work in progress. Let's just get something on the board. And then, you know, in years two and five and eight, that's when things will really start, you know, fight, water finds its own level. So right. it, it, none of these things will be perfect on the first time. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm a little upset you didn't send me the link to the to the contest. Um, right, okay. Well, at least this know. relationship's got off on a strong foot, footing, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I... Um, I'm interested, you know, uh, to see to see the full contest as it's happening too. You know, um, I think so. It's you've awesome. heard of you've heard of Sweet Airlines International, right? You know they've got regions. That's so, right. So yeah, getting yeah, onto Sweet Airlines International website and going who's on this weekend would have been an alternative way to find it, the web. It actually would have been. It actually would have <laughs> been. Um, I don't get the the, the region number thing. Uh, personally because telling me that something is region 18 i can't tell you where it is doesn't mean anything so, yeah that means yeah. right so like you guys have sunshine uh for yes. queensland i believe right correct so that tells you kind of sort of where it is so if right. you tell me region <laughs> four in australia is tasmania yeah. i go no idea zero yeah what so why you know so that's the I only think a thing a lot I've of them heard. have names don't they yeah. i mean it's, i think australia is called southern cross region and aren't there a bunch of other regions called things like I don't know, uh, mid-Atlantic or whatever. Anyway, I know that. But anyway, that's academic. Uh, You're right. All right, so fi final questions. Anything else you want to add, Ashley Schofield? 
Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I think the main thing for me is, um, yeah, is, is two steps forward, one step back. You know, I think we've all been involved in situations that are that are not perfect. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you wonder, you know, how do we survive when... Uh, when people aren't learning their notes or when someone didn't send the email they want or someone else didn't send the link to the Sweat Outlines Region 34 competition webpage that they <laughs> promised they would. Ah. You know, these sorts of... Th I'm just talking very generically here. Um, uh, but, uh, but you know, you just come back to... Uh, people just, just love to sing and, and there's something, by definition, fundamental in, in, in the barbershop sound that just uh, keeps keeps attracting people. Um, Hopefully not like sirens to 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 you know boats crashing on the rocks, but uh, but um, it it does just keep uh, keep people coming back. Um, the, the 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 final thing I guess on that I would say is, I think in in BHS I think it might be evolving, but over the decades for good reason, we've had a massive focus on music education, with you know including singing and performance, all that sort of side, uh, and, and I think we're just waking up to how important organizational coaching is um i remember yeah. sitting down with jordan travis when i uh, he was over here to judge one of the competitions and i was a new music director here in brisbane and i sort of sat down with him and said just want to um you know cheer your ear mate just want to have a bit of a chat uh, about you know setting myself up for success and the first thing he said was nothing to do with singing music placement alignment anything he said, why does your chorus exist? And, and, and that yeah. is the core of everything we do. You can't be musically successful unless your chorus or quartet is basically on the same page about why are we doing this? Right. And, and I think, you know, I think you know, some people are, are, are awake to that. And I'll have to say the BHS um, music team manual and music director manual are outstanding. Um, that they, they cover a lot of this sort of stuff. And that's the first question uh, that the first about, about the first line in the BHS music director manual is why are you doing this? Why are you yeah. a music director? Um, right. And I, I just think that's outstanding. So I think we've we've opened the door, but I think we've got you know a long, long way to go to just help people set themselves up for success because we can't be all things to all people. Um, and we will exhaust ourselves if we try to do that. So I think lining, yeah. lining our expectations up about who are we as a group and, and why are we doing this, where do we want to go, um, it, can be, it can be exhausting, frustrating, eye-rolling. You know, a lot of people, oh, let's have a strategic planning session. You know, a lot of people will go to sleep just at the thought of that. Right. Um, but, you know, but then you know, we'll also, just as much, have people either leaving choruses or leaving rehearsal thinking to themselves, that wasn't really much fun. You know, I didn't really get out of this yeah. why I come yeah. along. That's absolutely yeah. core what am I doing here? to the future of Barbershop. Uh, I agree with you, man. I think, um, you know, back in 38, 39, 40, 41, you know, when the society was growing, 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 uh, I think every, every man on that riser could have told you exactly why he was there and what right. the chorus was doing and what their goals were. I think... It got lost a little bit somewhere, and I feel like now it's reinvigorated and starting to come back. And that may be, you know, just uh, me hoping that that's what it is with, with, with Marty Monson coming through and the new strategic plans for BHS. But um, I kind of feel like, um, you know, it ebbed and flowed a little bit there in the middle. So uh, I'm excited for the, for the new path that, that we're taking here, and, you know... One of the reasons for me reaching out to you guys to say, you know, 
is this having a worldwide impact you know this everyone in harmony is that really uh affected the way that you guys operate day to day uh, i would say i would actually say minimally you know i, I think i think there was already you know a, a, a fairly um for us at least you know a, a pretty large um uh thing organization a movement that that we were managing uh and a lot of plates to keep spinning um from you know the membership and the marketing and all those things um and this is certainly a significant issue but i i, I wouldn't call it overwhelming um I, I think it's just one of one of a number of important issues that 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 australia is is working through the everyone and harmony uh component um it's interesting, isn't it, that you know you look back at the history of it, and uh, um, and you know in 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 the 30s and 40s, you know we, we were a, a a very different society uh, to the one we are now, and uh, for better and worse, and um, uh, and and so not my you know the gender is one issue, but you know the the, the racial component is another, of course. Uh, you know, quite frankly, especially in the South and Midwest, you know a lot of um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, barbershop meetings were uh, were very white, weren't they? So um, with, without right. you know, without putting too fine a point on on other potential social and political affiliations, if you know what I mean. Um, I do. Yeah, <laughs> mm, I so do. I, I, so I was at a rehearsal a couple of weeks ago that was very white too. Um, right. So I think it's still something you know that's you know it's a work in progress. And very much so. Yeah, yeah. But positive. Well, Nicholas, thank you for the invitation uh, to, to, uh, to star, to appear on your podcast. That's awesome, man. Oh, I appreciate you having me. And, uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, I, I hope that, uh, I don't know, maybe I did you some good over there. I don't know. Very much so. You know, I think it, it's um, uh, really, you know, in Australia, as, as you're aware, we've only, it's only been a, a couple of decades uh, that Australia has been a presence on the international stage. And, uh, you know, I think it, it's... Uh, like a lot of the districts, I, I assume in North America, you know, a lot of Aussie barber shoppers, um, international doesn't really register. It's not, it's not why they turn up to to, to rehearsal every week. Um, uh, it, it, just very quickly, when I was with Vocal Evolution in Perth, I won a couple of competitions and been to international two at least three times. Um, mm -hmm. We would always get excited about the webcast, and we'd have webcast parties, and we'd follow international yep. and be in awe at, at, of, of all of the uh, the performances. And I came over to, to Queensland and to, to another chorus that had different different goals and different purpose. And here's me just assuming that everyone was was excited about international. And I said, "Hey, how about we all get together and watch international?" And I basically got blank stares back. So that's not what no. they do it for, you know. <laughs> they they right. they just get together each week and sing. And if international is going on, good on them. But it's it didn't inspire them. So it's <laughs> you know we 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 live and learn, don't we? Uh, yeah, I, I think that depends, you know, on the culture of, of whatever group you're hanging around with, you know, um, if it were, a, you know, a competition driven group, they might be a little bit more, you know, into watching the webcast and whatnot. But, Definitely. You know, yeah. nowadays you get the stuff right on YouTube in a couple hours, you know, or 90 days if you subscribe yeah. to Flow Voice. And, but, and with uh, the scrub back thing, you know, in Australia, given where, well, Perth is 12 hours uh, uh, in front of, actually, uh, the east coast of the US, so really it's pretty comfortably anywhere in Australia is about the opposite of somewhere in North America. So we would typically start the webcast 
uh, at about 11 p.m. roughly and go through till around that sort of, you know, 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Um, so it's an absolute nightmare in Australia. Uh, it's all exciting at the start, but then you suddenly hit the 3 and 4 a.m. and, oh, and the, you know, the tough. first light comes in and you're, st- you're feeling all that kind of that, that tired, drunk haze you get. Um, mm. But, yeah, now with the scrub back, you think, well, I'll grab a few hours sleep and then get up and, and just catch up and, you know, watch... Watch, right. you know, three hours of barbershop in an hour. Uh, it's so it's it's. Um, I think that that's very much the the more healthy life balance option. Absolutely. Well, it's good to know that you still have the webcast parties down there, though. You know. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, so. Nicholas. Well, thank, thanks for the chat, mate. All the best uh, for for the year, and and good luck with the continued success of your webcast. And uh, yeah, nice to have met and have chatted and uh, I'm sure uh, as I like to say I'm sure your people and my people will keep in touch there you go man hey just an extra <laughs> special good luck to uh, the electric barber cats coming over here to Salt Lake City yeah. right? Ash pass it on to the rest of the guys we're looking forward to you hearing bet. them having yeah. them and seeing them alright we're very proud of them thank you excellent thanks guys <laughs>